Assalamu alaikum my friends my name is Fazal welcome to Injil for Muslim podcast Allah Taala has given the Injil Sharif to be a blessing and guidance for all peoples including the Muslim community Inshallah these lessons will guide you to understand the word of God which Allah has given through Isa al-Masih The Injil for Muslims podcast is especially designed for those from Muslim families who want to learn more about the Injil Sharif Please listen closely as my friend Dr. Daud teaches. Our prayer is that you will learn to love Isa Al-Masih with all your heart, soul, mind and strength as you listen. Assalamu alaikum my friends. Welcome to the 6th episode of the Injil is for Muslims podcast. We believe in this podcast that God has given the Injil Sharif as a blessing, as guidance and light for all people everywhere. And that in this book, in, in the Word of God, the Injil Sharif, there's power to transform our lives. And that's my testimony. Before I began reading the Injil Sharif, there was great difficulty in my life. And I would say the difficulty was this. It was the difficulty of sin. And sin was what was blocking me from becoming close to God. It's what was blocking me from becoming close to people. I had anger. I had lust. I had bitterness. I had unforgiveness in my life. When I began to read the Injil Sharif, I saw the grace of God. And I saw what it looked like that that I could come to God and have a relationship with him through Hazrat Esau Masih. And at that time, I repented and I believed. And this book, God used it to transform my life, to give me great blessing in my life. And I want to tell you today that he can do the same thing in your life. And I'm thankful today that we have the opportunity to talk about these things. Today, we're going to continue in the journey of talking about the Gospel of Matthew or Mati Kinjil. In the last few episodes, we talked through the genealogy of Hazrat Isal Masih. We talked through these three great titles in Matthew 1.1 that are ascribed to Hazrat Isal Masih. First is that he's Al-Masih, that he's the anointed one, the one that God has chosen, the one about whom are hundreds of prophecies in the Old Testament that God, uh, that God would work through him. The second, that he's the Ibn Daud, that God gave a promise to Hazrat Daud that his descendants would always sit on his throne and that his kingdom would reign forever. And that promise is fulfilled in the person of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. Hazrat Isa al-Masih is the king of the kingdom of God, that he, he, he will sit on that throne forever. The third is that he's the ultimate uh, son of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam, that he's, and that, uh, that all the promises that God gave to Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam, that he would bless him, that he would make him a great nation, and that through him he would bless all the families of the earth. These things are all fulfilled in the person of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. Then we read through the entire genealogy of Hazrat Isa al-Masih, and now we've come to a, a powerful story today. And the story is this, about the birth of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. And I want to just tell you this at the beginning. Hazrat Isa al-Masih has the most unique birth of any person who's ever, who's ever existed. Nobody else has a birth like this. Prophets prophesied his birth. Angels came and announced his birth, not just to Hazrat Miriam alayhi salam, but also to her husband Yusuf. We, we see that he was given a name by God before his birth. This is, these are not common things. That Hazrat Isa al-Masih had a birth unlike any other person. And this, this special birth indicates the uniqueness of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. In another one of these, the, the Gospels, in another book in the Injil Sharif, we read the story of how, of how the, the angel Hazrat Jibril came to Hazrat Maryam and announced the birth of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. 
And the Gospel of Matthew, we hear a slightly different story. We hear something what happened after that, about what happened with um, with the man who was about to marry Hazrat um, Miriam alayhi salam named Yusuf. One of the things I want to talk about today is why is the the viewpoint of Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salam important? Now think about this: no man would ever believe that his fiance was giving birth as a virgin unless God directly intervened. What I mean is this, is that when Hazrat Jibril alayhi salam appeared to Hazrat Miriam alayhi salam, she was alone. Yusuf was not with her. He didn't hear this revelation. All that Yusuf knew was that the woman that he was about to marry had become pregnant. And what would any man in that circumstance think? That he would think that that woman had done something inappropriate. The birth narrative that we see here, the story that we see in Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25, it shows God's actions to, pr- to protect Hazrat Maryam alayhi salam against any action by, by Yusuf during this time when she was very vulnerable. Think about this. If Yusuf had acted against Hazrat Maryam alayhi salam, she probably would have been found guilty of adultery. And during that time, she may have been sentenced to death. So this story about how it's told is really showing God's sovereign protection over Hazrat Maryam alayhi salam. And through that, to show his power in being able to guide what will happen in the life of Hazrat Esau Masih. So let's begin reading in verse 18, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. We read, The birth of Esau al-Masih came about this way. After his mother, Hazrat Miriam, had been engaged to Yusuf, it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit. So her husband, Yusuf, being a righteous man, and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Yusuf, Ibn Daud, don't be afraid to take Hazrat Miriam as your wife, because what has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Isa, because he will save his people from their sins. So just as an angel appeared to Hazrat Miriam alayhi salam, an angel instructed Yusuf to take Hazrat Miriam alayhi salam as his wife despite her pregnancy. And the Messiah, the son of Yusuf, was also given a particular name, Isa, which comes from the Hebrew word for Savior. Now Hebrew was the language of Bani Israel, and God revealed both the Torah Sharif and the Zabur Sharif in the Hebrew language, just like we were discussing that he revealed the Injil Sharif in the Greek language. As the Savior, Hazrat Esau Masih was going to come and save God's people from their sins. So when we read to the end of the Gospel of Matthew, we find that Hazrat Esau Masih saved us from our sins by giving his life on a cross as a sacrifice for our sins. On hearing this message, our responsibility is to repent, believe, and become followers of Hazrat Esau Masih. All right, so now because Hazrat Esau Masih was born by the Holy Spirit, he was perfect and blameless in a way that no other person has ever been. The only reason he could be a sacrifice for all was his purity. Hazrat Esau Masih was more pure than any other person who's ever walked on this planet because of this unique birth. He needed to be born from a virgin by the power of the Holy Spirit. On the one hand, Hazrat Esau Masih needed to become flesh and blood so that he could die as a substitute for all of humanity's sins. On the other hand, Hazrat Esau Masih needed to be perfect in every way, unstained by the sins that are common to humanity. Only this virgin birth could accomplish what was necessary for Hazrat Esau Masih to become this perfect sacrifice. 
All right, so let's read on from verse 22. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and will give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. Now this verse is the first of ten what we call fulfillment passages in Matthew. In fulfillment passages, Matthew shares a quote from the Old Testament and demonstrates how it was fulfilled in the person of Hazrat Esau Masih. So this quote in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, it comes from Yeshia 7.14 in the Old Testament. This is a prophecy from about 700 years before the birth of Hazrat Esau Masih. So Matthew reminds the reader that God promised to send a Savior through a virgin, and that the virgin birth of Hazrat Esau Masih was the fulfillment of prophecy. In addition, this passage includes another name for Hazrat Esau Masih, and that name is Emmanuel. The name Emmanuel meant when Hazrat Esau Masih came into the world, it indicated God's presence coming into the world. Hazrat Esau Masih is truly God with us. Really, when we look at Hazrat Esau Masih, we see that he is different from every other spiritual leader. Most spiritual leaders command us to take significant burdens on ourselves. According to their teaching, if we are dedicated enough, perhaps we can do enough to earn our salvation. In contrast, Hazrat Esau Masih did everything for us. He came from heaven to earth to save us. He gave his life on the cross. He rose from the dead. He ascended to heaven. And we can be with him simply if we repent of our sins and believe. Hazrat Esau Masih did all the work for us. All we have to do is join ourselves to Hazrat Esau Masih. Let's finish reading um, the chapter. Just two more verses. When Yusuf woke up, he did as the Lord's angel had commanded him. He married her, but he did not have sexual relations with her until she gave birth to a son, and he named him Isa. And so the birth of Hazrat Isa Masih was unique in a way that no one else's birth ever was. Hazrat Isa Masih was born of a virgin without a human father. Angels came to announce his birth. Prophets prophesied about his coming. Today, I want to challenge you that Hazrat Esau Masih is worthy of your life. He is our Masih, the son of Ibrahim, the son of Daud. He was born of a virgin and was Emmanuel, God with us. The first two steps in responding to the greatness of Hazrat Esau Masih are repentance and faith. Repentance means to turn away from our sins. Faith means to trust on Hazrat Esau Masih to save us from our sins. Faith means to trust in Hazrat Esau Masih to save us from our sins. I hope that you will make that decision today, and that through that decision that Hazrat Esau Masih will bring you near to God. Until next time, Huda Hafiz. Thank you for tuning in. I want to welcome you to continue this conversation of learning from the Anjil Sharif. And in particular, I want to give you a challenge. If you want to learn about the Anjil Sharif and to really learn this book, I want to give you the, the Injil in 90 Days Challenge. The Injil in 90 Day Challenge is simply this. You can easily read the entire Injil Sharif in about 90 days. If you read just three chapters a day, it'll take you about 15 minutes. You may have a lot of questions. How do I get an Injil Sharif? What do, where did the Injil Sharif come from? For answers to your questions, I want to direct you to our website. Go to injilformuslims.com. That's I N J. E-E-L, the number four, muslims.com, and geelformuslims.com, and you'll find answers to all those questions and more. On that website, you can also find ways to contact us directly with any questions or in any ways we may help you. Allah Hafiz, my friends.